everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 3, Episode 9. It's called Heroic. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. Nine already. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'm actually like almost like surprised at that number. I'm like, wait, we've only got four left? When did that happen? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, so this episode, this is a very concept-heavy episode in that it's almost all entirely set in one room. Um, yeah. It's it's June is being forced to kneel and pray, um, in the hospital room where, um, of Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, I think it's of Matthew. I can I can tell you her real name. Go on then. Uh, it was Natalie, I believe. Natalie, yeah, yeah. Um, so she she and the doctors have no hopes of her surviving. They they just care about her baby because she's pregnant, of course. So, uh, she's however many months pregnant, and June's been kneeling down and. She's been there for nearly a month, I think. Something some like that, yeah. Um, 32 days, I think I recall. So a bit of a time jump. Um, and she, obviously there's still months to go. Like, you know, she's expecting months before, like, that the pregnancy's going to be done. And it's almost entirely set uh, in, in this room. And I'm actually, I, I actually don't know how you're going to feel about this episode. I, as I was watching, I was like, Connor actually might appreciate this or he might hate it. And I'm not sure which way he's going to go. Do you know what the funny thing is? Uh-huh. I don't know which way I go. <laughs> there are things I like, and there are things I like. There are some things I really don't. Like, there are still some baffling direction choices that I do not understand. Uh, that's fair. I, do you know, here's the thing. I, I, I like this one a lot more than the last couple of episodes, and I think the reason why I liked it, for, uh, two, two main reasons, right? Uh, outside of the fact that it's just really focused on this one central idea about June's mind and you know how, how affected it is by everything and blah 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 but the t- two reasons why I think I like this episode even if it has its problems is one it had a really eerie tone because June's kind of going psychotic like she's going legitimately crazy where she's hearing the beeping from the machine because the episode opens with you know ooh baby did you know the na na you know so. That is one of my biggest direction cho- uh, pro- choice problems. Uh huh. I hated that we opened with that because then we get into it and June's all out of it, and she's there listening. You're hearing the beeps, and she's like, "Do you hear it?" And she's like, "You will." And I'm like, yeah, "But I already know what this is because you played me the song thirty seconds ago." Okay, okay. I feel like if, if I'm just going, "What the hell is she hearing?" And you know, and uh, not quite in her head but, yet. Jo, jo, the weird thing is though is after after she said that though and it came in a little bit again as she was singing it um i could actually almost hear the beat of the song on the beeping i could almost so, hear it doing the you, thing you can absolutely yeah. you can which is why i think that i don't think you play the song until towards the end of the episode i think you have her sing a little bit line here line there so you get what yeah. it is not immediately not from the very opening of the episode though as it goes on, you kind of go, oh, that's what it is. And then I think there's a bit at the end where she's listening to I mean, it doesn't annoy me it. as much as it annoys you that they played it at first, but forget that they played it first, though. Like, all, all, all the little beats of her, like, saying a little bit of it and being kind of out of it. And the, kind of, there's like, the score in this episode was a bit eerier as well. It felt like she is mm-hmm. truly going off the deep end here. Um, and, of course, it does address some of the problems we have with her choices in the last couple of episodes because she wants to kill. She she actually fishes out a used scalpel. Um from the the blade disposal uh which is it were you cringing when she pricked herself with the i i was not watching (laughs) i was was looking away at that point thank you very much (laughs) she may end up touching i I saw that i saw the hand come out i was like nope not looking and it wasn't until i heard it i was like 
Another five seconds just to be safe. Okay. <laughs> but she has the scalpel and she's like talking about who she's going to kill in her head. And I liked that the narration was a bit more heavy in this episode. It was like just truly her. I do think it went a little overboard with it for me. Uh, I think because it was so, so full sentences, you know, just full monologue. Whereas I felt, you know, usually it's it's a lot more refined. There's there there's a structure to it. I, I get, you know, I felt that's you know that's the point. She's kind of off the deep end. It's all just unfiltered. But I didn't think for me it went a little too far into it. No, I, I kind of like the narration in this one, and it, it kind of almost felt like it remembered she's supposed to narrate, but it, it went further, like you say, off the deep end. Um, and you know, she, and the fact that like she almost tries to talk Janine into be the one that kills her because she's going to kill Natalie in her sleep, and Janine basically calls her out on her bullshit and says that she doesn't like what she's become. And I'm like, so not only is it good that they're addressing that she she has gotten sinister and that is not necessarily the right path for her to take. And we, we you know, we said that, you know, she has to kind of redeem herself from the choices she's made in the last couple of episodes. I think having Janine be the one to do that, to say it to her. When, when Janine is the voice of reason. Yeah. Well, I think it's effective because Janine's a character who... You know, she she was broken herself, and she got great sympathy from from June. And I think her essentially, you know, almost mothering her back a little bit here. No, I think we we, we spoke about this. Uh, was it last week where, you know, the the her reaction to you know with, with how she reacted to Natalie and you know and what she did is the complete opposite of what she did with Janine, even though yeah. it was kind of they're both uh, they're both victims of the same system. And, and it's the arc of the episode, um, which is represented through the younger, uh, you know, the the, the the girls who are there because they're about you know thirteen, twelve, thirteen, and they're they're getting tested yeah. to see if they're you know if they're capable of giving birth, and uh, you know, and she keeps seeing them walk past, and and they've got the pink on instead of the you know it's not red, it's pink because they're potential not potential handmaids necessarily. Yeah, I guess that's just what young girls wear. Yeah, I think. Um. Well, we we see. I think Hannah was she wearing pink before. I think I think they were wearing green before. But maybe once they get to the age where they they're maybe yeah. you know they're considered because they're wearing pink before they know for sure whether or not they're yeah. able to have kids. It may just be an age thing. It may be like you hit twelve and that's you. Could be yeah. because because now it's like oh there's the the potential that you are a mother is shot up. So now you're more important. So the pinks to make you more stand out. I guess I don't yeah. Know. Um. So. Yeah, so so she sees these kids, and you know she's made, and I do like some of the little touches and and like just the the choice of writing here, where like when we fi- we realize how truly she's been kneeling, how long she's been kneeling down when she tries to stand up and she can't. She's she's fall- she's falling over. She's been kneeling down so long, her legs have atrophied, uh, her knees are like marked because she's been yeah. you know on them for so long, um, and she she is completely delirious and out of it for a lot of the episode. Um, and it's even it's the doctor who like patches her up, but you know after she tries to slash Serena, because I love that she's looking for her victim. She's like, oh maybe I'll kill the doctor because he's like the highest, you know, the, the head honcho in here. And then Serena walks in, and I'm like, well okay, <laughs> now she's got the perfect target, target. acquired. Yeah. yeah. Um, and bizarrely, you know, Serena doesn't turn her in. I mean, she tells the doctor, but but she tells the doctor that she tried to cut herself. Yeah. She doesn't actually because she definitely definitely cuts uh, serena's arm yeah she does but serena and, but doesn't she just holds it doesn't mention it yeah she she i mean in season one serena would have been you know thrilled to turn her in for something like this yeah. uh but she chooses not to uh which maybe shows that despite everything that you know we've went through with those two that she still 
is different to the Serena we had in the you know back in season one. She still has oh, yeah. s- some difference in her, um, and it's actually his speech about you know how, you know like your mother honored you by trying to fight things because because you because know, she he, he recognizes her name. He's like you know because she says who her mother was when she practiced medicine, and he's like oh we were all scared of her. You're definitely your mother's daughter. Um, and you know how are you going to honor your daughters? Because she mentions that you know part of the reason why she's at the point of suicide now is that. Like I'm never going to see my daughters again. I've I've kind of realizing that, um, and that's why she's at this point. And I think it makes sense to have her completely break down in a way we've never seen before. And I think that's why I like this episode a lot more. Certainly the last one, and probably I this might be the best episode of the season. And I think the reason for it is because, at least for me, is that it's the first time this season where it feels like it's truly new material. Where I feel like no, we've not done this before. In any way. Yeah, I get that. I think I have a bit more of a frustration. Is I like the ending in that okay, we're back on Team June, right? In in the sense that Absolutely. she's back on yeah. a mission. Well, because it's, you know, and, she talks to the one girl before she leaves, right? And the girl is really nice to her, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm here to see if I can have kids, and you know, I'll, obviously I won't do that now. I'll do that when I get married." And June's like, "Is that what you want?" And the kid hesitates, but says, "Of of course, you know, that's that's what I'm supposed to do." And it's like in this moment, you know, what she's essentially realizing is that Nicole, not Nicole, sorry, that's the kid, uh, Natalie, uh, just like these these kids who have been indoctrinated and they don't, they don't know any better. They don't know to believe in better or dream for better because it's just yeah. been drilled into them so much. And the, no, they, I, uh... and the kids even more so. So it's when she's leaving and she sees a whole row of them go in and she realizes that the only way she can actually fix or change things is not by belittling anyone who has become a victim of the system. She has to be more compassionate. She has to be better than everyone else. And she makes the choice. She says to Aunt Lydia, I want to go back in. I don't want to leave her. And she, you know, she speaks to her, you know, as, as we hear the beeping and fade, you know, cut to the credits. She, she says, I'm going to get your daughter out here. I'm going to get my daughters out here. I'm going to get as many as I goddamn can. And it's her sort of reaffirming her mission goal. And she admits she doesn't know how she's going to do it. But yeah. that's that's the arc of the episode. Well, she's having a son, right? Oh, son. Sorry, yeah, son. Um, yeah. But um, you know, I, I think for me, the reason why this episode worked, you know, despite some little nitpicks of you know over the top direction at points, is it's really focused and it's about one thing. Um, you know, if you told me last week that they're going to do June's entire redemption in one episode, I might have been worried about that. But this episode is about nothing else. It is just about her arc going through. No, that. it is. Uh, I think part of my problem is the actual redemption point you know from where janine calls her out to where she turns around still feels a bit too quick to me uh okay it was just oh one conversation sees the few girls and then okay right she's back in well there's two conversations i think the doctor's conversation is equally okay sure um it still just felt a little bit quick to me and i think my my other my 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 biggest problem that is even though i kind of like okay we're back to you know where we need to be is kind of you know you said oh yeah it's we're all it's new territory, but the ending does essentially just put us back to oh June oh yeah no wait, wait, I'm talking about new territory I'm talking about our main state I'm talking about this this yeah. the, the episode is a concept um like I you know th- this this punishment she's going through the the way she's struggling with like possibly just wanting to like kill people and kill herself like this is a, a delirious level that June has never gotten it to it is yeah I th- I think that what frustrates me is all of this is to get her back to where she was anyway. And th- it's made most of this season feel like a really pointless detour. 
I mean, there is mixed feelings because the only reason why we can have this episode is because of where we went in the last couple, and I didn't like those episodes yeah. that much. So that is a problem, uh, and it does mean that the season overall, you know, even if the rest of it's great, is going to have this kind of you know problem in the middle that we're going to have yeah. to just live with. Um, but I do think this episode handles it fairly well, e- even if the direction is still a little bit over the top in places. Um, although it did give me one of the funniest lines of the whole show. Uh, every so often, June just hits out a banger of a line. Um, it's when Lydia is with her and they're they're watching, and she, uh, Natalie starts having a stroke, and June goes, "Oh, she's having a stroke." If you're lo- if if uh, sorry, seizure, not stroke. See- sorry, seizure. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're lucky, you'll see her shit herself. That line was hilarious. That was, funny, that was yeah. a really darkly funny line, and it was it was Aunt Lydia's like reaction as well of like you're a vile, like, heartless human being. Um, yeah. And speaking of Lydia, she has that sweet moment with Janine um, because Janine's eyes become infected, so she's in the, that's why she's in the hospital a bit more than the other girls. Yeah, because when they first come in to pray, she's, you know, she's got hair over her face, and then, you know, you see it, and it's, oh, okay. And, and she's like, oh, you know, you know, can't have this vanity. Yeah, uh, but Lydia does get her a nice red eye patch that she can wear after she's, you know, had her, had her surgery or whatever. Yes. So, she looks like a space pirate. Looks like a space pirate. And they have a good giggle with each other. Uh, and again, it's, it's going back to this, like, making Lydia a bit more three-dimensional. And this moment for Lydia was way more effective than anything in her flashbacks last episode. Uh, it, 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 do you know what? This made me dislike that even more. Because, I don't know, just the, the genuine care that she does have for a lot of the girls, right? Uh, we, we've talked about this before. But she obviously does. Otherwise, she wouldn't be getting Janine an iPad. She'd have no need mm. for that. You know, the, the horror she had in 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 Washington with the with the the mouths. Um, last episode with with Lydia's flashbacks, it never sold that she, she cared about the kids' show, but it, it never sold that she cared about the family dynamic or you know, anything like that. She she was she was committed to kind of converting the kid to to her way of thinking rather than genuinely caring about. Them. Yeah, yeah, and there was some stuff talking to the mom and trying to get her to improve, but I mean, ultimately, she just it it felt like she's just like, ah, well, not you know, not the mother's problem anymore. We'll do, we'll deal with it. Whereas, and it felt like a byproduct that she would deal with it. Whereas this here, everything feels like you know, she takes it on quite personally. Yeah. Um. So, like, the episode, like, because I can't come into this one with really you know low expectations after after last episode i wasn't feeling super excited about this one and after about five ten minutes and it was the you know all the eerie close-ups of her face and the music was kind of like you know the the strings that were just a little bit unsettling i was like i'm actually kind of into the the feeling of this of this you know mm-hmm. um I, i'm getting a feel from this that feels unique to the show and i think part of the problem with some of the recent episodes outside of just some really weird direction moments is that it does feel like it's kind of reusing beats and moments from before to try and re- you know recreate things that were already done better early on in the show. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if the point of this is to get her to the point where she is, again, back to trying to change things uh, and try and form a plan through the through the system, that's great. And if it also means that she is essentially gotten over the egotistical side of it and she's, you know, more of a level-headed leader, as it were, then, then great. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't save a couple of week episodes we had before, admittedly, but no, no, not at all. You know, and it it it, it does make me think that yeah, this this season probably could have been cut down to ten episodes, probably quite happily. Oh yeah, 
And and Duran Lola, I'm not as positive as you, obviously here, but it's definitely better than the last couple. I'm not not arguing that at all. It felt like I had a purpose. It felt like there was a creative purpose in the story to to tell a story about June. Yeah, no, I I get what you say. It's one of those weird things where it's it's only a creative purpose because they messed up the last few, right? That that led to them writing themselves into this hole, and they they, they wrote themselves out of it fairly well. Well, here's that. I would argue it's not so much they wrote themselves into a hole. I almost wonder if this was the episode they wanted to do. They had this idea of her being broken like this, and they wanted to do this episode, and it was just the getting to the point where they could do it was what they fumbled. Maybe, yeah. Because it's not like they write the season in order. They, they map out their season then right afterwards. No, it's true. Uh, so I, I think they wanted... like This feels like what the, this is what the point of it was, was to get to this. And this was a pretty good episode. But it does mean that we that the setup to get here was a little bit muffled. Um, and it yeah. doesn't help that all the flashbacks last week were disappointing. And, you know, essentially means that you could have probably cut down the last two episodes into one episode and done the same story. You could, you know, you could have had the stuff that got to this point in one episode. Yeah, which has its own problem, though, of uh, June's descent feeling even more rushed. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. They really I think it's a problem where it probably should have been portraying this better over the course of the season. Yeah. Because like we, we were shocked at this. Episode. Whoa, shit, this is episode nine already that we're getting to this? That's true. And it feels like we only did June's descent in the last two. Well, we could have been building this up for you know at, at well, least. Well, honestly, next- I mean, the biggest, the, big, the bigger problem for me with June's descent is that the the moment of real descent at the end of last episode, where she smirks and it's just like she wanted, yeah. you know, this to happen, um, is that that moment just felt kind of goofy and felt unnatural. Um, mm. I, I think you can get away with building up to it and just having one big moment that solidifies that she has gone gone, gone kind of crazy, um, but I think the moment has to just work better. <laughs> yeah, maybe because I I felt the same when uh, you know when she was beating up natalie after you know two episodes ago now mm. uh i think you you like this more than i did but i i said at the time you know, i i kind of laughed it felt a little bit comical to me with with the way it was played yeah um but you know th- this one was better Ho- hopefully the, the direction for the rest of the season is a bit more tight and focused uh yeah, versus what, what the middle chunk of this has been because uh yeah, it's baffling that it's the, you know a lot of the same directors there, right? That yeah. have done some good, really good episodes. It's almost like they're trying to talk themselves, but they're, they're going more extreme with things, and it's it's not making things better. It's just making it more cheesy, I just guess. Just getting, getting showy because they think that's what it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I feel like, I feel like we've probably glossed over a few things in the episode though, because there's, there's several scenes, you know, when the other handmaids come around and sort within a circle or yeah. uh, they pray in a group. Uh, lots of little moments of her just kind of being out of it. Um, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that, yes. Um, you know, it's kind of neat, and you know, and and it makes the doctor even seem like not such a bad guy because she she fly out and admits that she was going to want to kill him, <laughs> and instead of turning around, he like tries to like explain and understand her and like give her advice. Um, is he actually a good person? I I don't know, but like. He's better I than some. He's, he's probably not a terrible person, right? I mean, mm. even if he's like, I can't save the, the mother, but I can save the kid, he probably genuinely sees that as still a relatively noble thing, right? Uh, like, you know, like, I don't think he feels that as evil or vindictive 
I think he genuinely thinks, no, I can save at least one of these lives. Yeah. Oh, another little moment I really liked, actually, was uh, when the doctors are doing a lot of stuff to save her. Because because Natalie has a few moments in the episode where something goes wrong and they have to come in and like see to her. Uh, and they're coming out to check her out and they've cut like a, 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 you know, a hole in her leg to like give her some more fluid kind of thing. And yeah. Lydia's asking like what they're doing and uh, it's like, oh, the miracles that God lets these doctors perform. And there's just a small moment where June just gives her this glance when she says that. It just... Yeah. It was just a perfect little like glance of like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> like it, it just it just it really worked. It really worked. Um yeah. and that was that was the other thing as well. At the end when she does see the girls go in and she makes the choice, you know, after she we step outside for the first time and she's like breathing the fresh air and she's so happy. But she sees the girls go inside. The moment where she asks Lydia to go back in, Lydia's reaction at her genuine request to stay with, with Natalie is kind of a big deal. Like you know, she kinda it's like, oh, that that would be, you know, that'd be lovely or whatever. But you know, she believes her, yeah. um, because it is genuine. Um, oh yeah, definitely. What's what's another thing? Uh, uh, Serena, you know, once again calls her June. Like, you know, that, that's 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 a recurring thing now. Not first, interestingly, you know, she she does uh, call it off. What jo- does she know? Off Joseph. Joseph, thank yeah. you. Uh, she does call that at first. It's only when she comes closer that she calls her June. Uh, after she sees that she's kind of out of it and. Yeah, but again, it's a sign that she's kind of trying to appeal to her properly instead of under the shackles of this society. Um, Not that I'm arguing Serena's not horrible, because she is. No, not not again. Yeah, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see. So it was a better episode. Um, It was very focused. I appreciate that. Um, Some nice performance moments as well uh, from The Usual Suspects. Um, yeah, and they've done a good job of using Janine to be kind of the heart of the show uh, in a lot of ways, and definitely to be understanding to other victims in the system because just because they go along with it, it's you know it's not necessarily their fault that they don't know any better. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, that is a heroic episode nine. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode ten, I guess. Uh, double digits already. My my, time does fly. Uh, you can support the show and everything we do here on Patreon at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Uh, you can support us for as little as $1 per month and that helps keep the shows coming. You get some bonuses, exclusives and early stuff. Uh, so go and have a look and see what's on offer. Uh, it also has a post at the top that gives you all the links to all the different shows we do, all the different audio feeds we have uh, amongst other things. So go and have a look at that too. Uh, you can support us by liking, subscribing and you can rate the podcast on your podcast app. If it's Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and a little review helps people find the reviews. Uh, you can do that too. Um, uh, otherwise, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates and check out all the content we're doing. Almost finished with Big Little Lies season two. Um, we've got a bunch of other stuff coming in the near future. Um, a lot of stuff from Netflix and um, a few other things. So uh, check check out. Uh, but otherwise, so thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?